Opening a Roth IRA is simple, easy, and one of the few ways to amass potentially millions of dollars on a completely tax-free basis. To give you guys some context, I started my Roth IRA just a couple years ago, and it's already on track to grow to over $4 million by the time I retire. Personally, I think that's pretty cool. So if you're excited to learn how to make some tax-free income without Uncle Sam as your business partner, make sure you smash that like button and let's get into the video. So I'm not gonna get into the uh, nitty gritty with Roth IRAs in this video. I made a whole video explaining what a Roth IRA is, what the rules are, and how you can use this thing most effectively. You can find that up here. But in this video, we're gonna be focusing on actually how to open the account. So what you need to know about a Roth IRA for this video is that it is a special type of account that lets you invest in things on a tax advantaged basis. Okay. So what does that even mean? Well, you can invest in things. Okay. So think of it as a bank account. Okay. A Roth IRA, it's kind of like a bank account. It's not an actual investment vehicle. It's an investment account. So you put money into the account and then you use that money to invest in different things, buy some Google stock, buy some Amazon, buy some index funds, all that good stuff you can buy within your Roth IRA. Okay. So what we're talking about in this video is actually opening the account. If you want to learn about how to invest within the account, that's going to be a topic for another day. Now, one really important aspect of a Roth IRA, as opposed to a traditional IRA, is that with a Roth IRA, you put money into this account that you've already paid taxes on. Okay. So with a traditional IRA, what you're doing is you're putting money into the account before you pay taxes on it. So it can grow before you pay taxes. And then in retirement, you're going to be paying taxes on that money. With a Roth IRA, it's the other way around. Okay. So you pay taxes today. And then in retirement, you can take it out without paying any taxes. Now, if you want a full comparison between the two types of accounts, video up here did that a while ago. And that's going to be important for you to determine which of these accounts should you actually be opening. The process is very similar between the two. The rules are very similar between the two, but uh, you'll want to check that out to make sure you know what you're getting into. But for the purposes of this video, that is enough context on Roth IRAs. Just know it's a type of account. You put money into the account, you invest in things, and you potentially don't pay any taxes on the stuff as long as you wait until retirement to take out those earnings. All right. And retirement is defined as age 59 and a half for whatever reason. Those lawmakers love to make crazy rules. So 59 and a half is what you have to wait until to take out your earnings. But the contributions you put in, you can take those out whenever. Again, refer to my Roth IRA video for a full explanation on how that works. Now, when it comes to actually picking where do you want to open this account? Okay, you got a multitude of options on where you can actually open this Roth IRA account. And for me, it really breaks down into there's two things that I'm really looking at with any Roth IRA provider. Okay. And that's the costs and the flexibility. Okay. I want to know how much am I paying for this thing? Because you're always paying for, for something. So what are the costs associated and how flexible is this account for me? Okay. So the cost kind of breaks down into three different things. Okay. So number one, are there any fees with the account? Okay. They got a monthly fee. They got an annual fee. Like what kind of fees are we looking at here? Is there a fee to put money in? Is there a fee to take money out? What kind of fees are involved? Second thing is an account minimum. Okay. So some of these Roth IRAs are going to have an account minimum where if you don't reach the minimum, you either can't open the account or there's going to be an extra fee for that. So you got to know, is there a minimum on your account? And then number three, are there commissions for trading? So Robinhood really knocked this out of the whole game over a year ago now when they introduced uh, commission-free trading. Now, pretty much all the big companies too have picked up on that. And so commissions aren't something you're gonna have to worry about in most places, but there are still some legacy providers that still do charge commissions. So those are kind of the fees associated with accounts, the costs, okay? And in terms of flexibility, the two things that I'm really looking at are one, what kinds of things can you invest in within this account? Okay, so can you invest in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs? Can you invest in real estate? Can you invest in private equity? Like 
how much flexibility do you have with your investments? And then the second thing is how easy is it to put money in and take money out of this account? Okay, because that can be pretty important. I mean, some of these legacy guys, um, you actually have to cut a check, send it in the mail and wait for that check to clear to actually get money into your account. So personally, I'm going to avoid those at all costs because I just want to click some buttons on my phone and have money in this account. I am not the type of person that is going to wait for a check to clear just to get money into my Roth IRA. So now we're going to dive into the different types of providers, kind of assess them based on these criteria. But before we do, let me know in the comments below which of these criteria are most important to you. Are you more concerned about the costs associated with this account? Or are you more concerned with the flexibility in the investments that you're able to make? I'm curious to hear. So let me know in the comments below which of those is most important to you. All right, well now diving into our provider options here, you've really got three main categories of Roth IRA providers. Okay, you can see you've got your discount online brokers, you've got your apps, and you've got your self-directed, okay? And each of these three are gonna fall a little bit in a different spot on the spectrum with regard to our criteria that we laid out, okay? So with your discount online brokers, these are your legacy companies, your Fidelity, your Vanguard, your E-Trade. Uh, these companies have been around for decades. Uh, in some cases even longer and have a proven track record as a well-established investment company okay that's these guys and for the most part in terms of fees uh, most of these guys have, have cleared all of their fees they don't charge any fees at this point and that's largely due to some of the apps we're about to talk about but uh, the fees are, are pretty negligible and the flexibility is is pretty good i would say um, with most of them you you can't invest in things like real estate directly you can buy things like REITs uh, but you can't invest in real estate directly and you can't really invest in private equity either within their standard IRA or Roth IRA offerings, okay? So that's your discount online brokers. With your apps, you've got Webull, you've got M1 Finance. These are the two biggest ones. Robinhood at the moment does not offer any kind of retirement accounts, Roth IRAs, etc. So they would be on the list, but they do not offer this. So with these guys, very similar. Again, with the costs, there are no fees at all for these accounts. There's no minimums. So again, very similar to discount online brokers. They have a little bit less flexibility in some cases in terms of what you can actually invest in. So with M1 Finance, if you're not familiar, they have kind of this pie thing where you build this pie and it automatically invests based on your different percentages, which is a little bit less flexibility than something like a Fidelity or a Vanguard where you can choose what to buy. And I didn't mention this earlier, but Fidelity and Vanguard, I know Fidelity, I'm not sure about Vanguard, um, actually offers fractional shares now as well. So instead of just buying a full share of Amazon for over $1,000, you can now buy fractional shares as well, which is super nice. So um, with the apps, again, you, you have the low cost as well. There's a little bit less flexibility. Self-directed is on the full other end of the spectrum, okay? So with these accounts, you have a whole lot of flexibility, okay? So I have Rocket Dollar on here just because I know them pretty well. But uh, with Rocket Dollar, basically, you can invest in things like real estate directly. You can buy actual real estate within your Roth IRA. You can invest in like private equity deals. You can do a whole lot of other stuff in a self-directed IRA you can't do in a uh, normal IRA. But the caveat to that is that there are gonna be some pretty significant fees to go along with that service, okay? So you're probably gonna be paying a monthly fee. Um, there's probably gonna be transaction costs. And so the, the fees associated with that flexibility are decently high. So you really have to kind of decide, do you want low flexibility, low fees? Do you want high flexibility, high fees? or somewhere in the middle. Now we're about to dive into my computer. I'm gonna walk you step-by-step step through how to open a Roth IRA with my personal favorite provider where I keep my Roth IRA. But before we do, let me know in the comments down below which of these categories of Roth IRA providers are you leaning towards right now? I'm really curious to hear, so let me know in the comments down below. All right, so personally, I chose Fidelity for my Roth IRA provider, and I use them for pretty much everything investment related at this point. And the main reason for that is, as opposed to some of these apps like Webull and M1 Finance that I like, and I have money in those apps, 
I prefer a time-tested company for my retirement savings. Maybe that's just a little bit old-fashioned, but I prefer a company that's been around for a couple of decades as opposed to a couple of years as a place to keep my retirement savings that I plan to keep somewhere for decades. So that's just personally why I do it. I mean, same as the, the apps. I mean, there's no fees. There's no account minimums. There's no um, basically, I mean, there's no commissions and really it's, it's, it's very similar. Really. The only thing that's different is the interface and the company itself. But again, I don't imagine any of these apps going out of business anytime soon, but I think Fidelity's got a better chance of being around in 50 years than M1 Finance or Webull does. So in terms of other stuff on here, I mean, everything else, very, very similar. Maximum contribution is going to be $6,000 per year. The fees associated with the account are zero. So I haven't paid a single fee on this account. I've had it, like I said, for a couple of years, got about a little over $30,000 in my account right now. And so it's very, very simple. I mean, to set up an account, all you need to do is just click on this button. This is open a Roth IRA. You're going to say open a Roth IRA, and they're going to take you through a quick little thing here. They're going to ask you a couple of questions. It's very, very easy. I'm just going to say, no, I'm not a Fidelity customer. Uh, you go to this next page and this is pretty much the entire application. Okay. You just fill out this whole thing with your name. You have to put in your social number. Okay. So don't be wigged out by that. I mean, if you try to open a retirement account, they're going to need your social number. So um, that's just a way it goes. And so that's pretty much it. You just give them your info, your address, and then you are off to the races. At that point, you're going to have the account open. You're going to need to fund it. And then once you fund it, you're going to need to invest that money into uh, different investments. So with Fidelity, you've got a ton of options, whether it's stocks, bonds, index funds, ETFs, all those good things before that we talked about, but you have to actually invest the money. Now, if actually investing the money in your Roth IRA is something you're interested in, let me know in the comments below, and I'd be happy to make a video walking you through my $30,000 or so Roth IRA portfolio, how I've invested that. Uh, if that's something you'd be interested in, definitely do let me know. Now, the next thing you should do if you haven't already is hit that subscribe button down below and check out this video over here where I dive deep into the benefits and drawbacks of Roth IRAs. I know in this video, I stayed pretty high level in terms of how the actual account works and the details associated with it. But if you want the full breakdown, that's the video for you. Last, don't forget to smash that like button for the YouTube algorithm and I will see you in the next one.